Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare, acknowledges the Ghana people as the traditional custodians of the land and water on which this podcast is recorded and produced. Welcome to Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare, the podcast for the mother who is flying by the seat of her bombacha. <laughs> what? Um, okay, I hope that's not racist. That is bombacha, there's underpants and they are knickers from Argentina. Oh, hello. Well, it's Spanish. So not specifically Argentina. I've just given the town shout out away. (laughs) (laughs) Bugger. Don't worry about it. Stay tuned, uh, listeners, and pretend that you don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can you just fast forward this bit? (laughs) This podcast is hosted by Chanel Franklin, uh, who's in bright canary yellow today. I am. And myself, Tamara Linky. This episode is one that I think we can all relate to on some level. We're talking etiquette. We are talking about etiquette and we'll explain all about what it is and how to do it the right way or perhaps the wrong way. You'll find out. It's manners, essentially. What we uh, perceive to be acceptable or not acceptable. Indeed. Okay now, from the beginning. Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. Okay, Tamara, um, I don't know where you're taking me. Where where are we going? Wait and see. Here we go. Wow, you can really shout out to a town. Surprise, it's Argentina. (laughs) (laughs) And for those listening, wow, what a surprise. (laughs) For those who fast-forwarded, well done. Like a surprise party. Yes. And you say, surprise, and someone's like, I knew it was happening. (laughs) Yeah, come on. You let it slip. Such an anti-climax. Anyway. loser, Tamara. Anyway, but it's a particular city in Argentina called Rosario. Oh, wow. Rosario. Yeah. Is that right? Probably. It might sound a bit Italian. Actually, that did sound Italian. Rosa- Maybe it'd be like, uh, Rosario. Yo tengo hambre, Rosario. Oh, wow. You can run away. Why does my face do weird things? I don't know. And, I... and not just your facial mouth quite now. <laughs> there's tongue flicking here and there. I look, look terrible. I look like I'm... No, no, it's terrible. Anyway, <laughs> Rosario, it's the largest city in the central Argentine province of Santa Fe. Amazing. And it has beautiful monuments, plazas, theatres, and it looks stunning. And it's stunning. a new place on my list of places to go. But you can do all that, but why not rent a kayak oh. and cruise the Paraña River? Oh, Paraña. Delta, yes. Yes, okay. So I'm going to do that. Yeah. It. Apparently it's one of the best ways to see the Paraña River via kayaking, right? So okay. it says the river might be a little brown, but it's just silt, so it's not polluted. Right. It's just the silt. That means it's all like, mushed yeah. up. What's it called? The, the gunge. Yeah. No. no. 
Yeah, from the bottom is all yeah. coming up. The, 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 the dirt. The swirl, it's swirling around. <laughs> I love our adjectives are really <laughs> pathetic. We, we, I feel like everyone would know what you mean. We just can't yeah. describe it. You know when our brain's yes. not working where you're like, look, it's the stuff from the bottom. It's just being stirred up. Churned. Churned. Oh, well done you. <gasps> you know words. Well done. Far out. <laughs> yeah, but it's um, apparently the second largest in South America after the Amazon River. Mm. Yeah. So it's pretty amazing. So, of course, I went to TripAdvisor. For some advice. On, on and what did you find out? <laughs> okay, so there's a couple of people who've said a few things. They said, the trip is a wonderful way to escape from the bustle of the city for a couple of hours, blah, uh-huh. blah, blah. Keep your eyes peeled for sunbathing turtles, lizards, parrots and swimming cows. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't there's you. Daisy. Yeah. Does he actually mean? So I thought, did that person, <laughs> are, they, are they foreign and they're trying to write in English and they're saying swimming cows? Do they mean sea cows? Like those weird, you know, those half dolphin, half whale weird looking things? Yeah. Do they, is that what uh, they mean? Maybe. Or do they actually mean a cow swimming? I kind of hope they mean a cow swimming. It just in, for where our humour is at and what we find funny, that would just <laughs> please me no end to see a cow swimming going, moo. <laughs> But can they swim with their hooves and they're so heavy? I don't I guess, know. You know what? Who knows? It says, just don't forget to it's bring funny. your sunscreen. I Sunscreen? <laughs> it says, yummy. <laughs> just don't forget to bring your sunscreen. I did and ended up looking like a lobster. Enjoy. A lobster. Yeah. I bet they were British. I was just going to say they're definitely, <laughs> yeah, because they. it's so funny when you see um, the Brits come over the British people that now live here understand about the sun yeah the ones that come for a holiday they don't realize that that this Australian sun is going to cook the you living shit out of you NFI I had an uncle come out from Manchester when I was bad burn. little and I remember going outside to my trampoline and being like Uncle Eddie what are you doing he's lying there yes in his, you know, swimmers, lying down on the trampoline trying to get a suntan and he's put that coconut oil on. <gasps> you know, that was like such Crispy an 80s. like a chip. <laughs> it smells nice. Though, the rest it? of the holiday it was bright red, mm. like so sore. They do and then they peel and then they start again. So the whole process has been a waste of time. Yeah, that's exactly <laughs> right. Exactly right. Um, someone else said, the guide was really helpful, especially if you haven't done much kayaking. It's not really a hard paddle, although the two guys in the back of our kayaks were hurting. But that is because they are bigger blokes. Ha, 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 ha. For me, it was a very relaxing morning. <laughs> she sat there and did nothing. <laughs> Girl after my own heart. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> hey, Mex and Tex, you keep going. <laughs> These big American burly blokes. Like, <laughs> Don't you worry about a thing. <laughs> and I can see it's like a cartoon. You know, when you see a boat and the back end's up <laughs> and the person in the front is like sitting pretty up the top. Yeah. That would be you and I because it's not wouldn't be much weight to us if with mechs and techs in the back. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, by the way, Great. everyone loved this kayaking tour. They thought it was the bee's knees. It was yes. amazing. So highly recommended, except this one person who said, nothing with nothing. <laughs> Didn't find what to do there. And why is it a tourist attraction at all? Look for better place. <laughs> <laughs> Again, some people just are not satisfied. <laughs> nothing, nothing. Nothing with nothing, nothing at all. Nothing with nothing. <laughs> <laughs> this person. I figure this person hates anywhere they go, right? Yeah, nothing, they nothing. They- <laughs> no other word. Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't even make sense. Nothing with nothing. <laughs> Didn't find what to do there, assholes. Listen to this motherhood podcast. It was nothing. <laughs> look for better place. <laughs> Everyone look for better place. <laughs> Okay, we oh, will. Well. All right, cheer up, love. And that was a big shout out to Anna who suggested Rosario. She's from Rosario. So shout out to all the peeps listening in Rosario. All the milfs. And apologies Hello. again for my terrible Hola. accent. Yeah. And my terrible. Okay, sorry about that. Hola, chicas. Hola, chicas. Hola. Love it. If you want a town shout out, hit us up on Instagram or Facebook at Motherhood, a beautiful nightmare. This episode is etiquette, do's and don'ts. So I've dropped Summer off at school this morning. Uh-huh. Wearing my jumper. What? Wearing this jumper. Oh, you, I thought she was wearing your jumper. No, no. I've oh. dropped Summer off at school at her classroom and her friend looked at me oh, and no. then looked away and then looked at me. I said, morning, Sarah. 
And she went, you look like Big Bird. <laughs> <laughs> she does. She's just, I'm Chanel's gonna... just wearing a Lakers T-shirt, but because it's um, bright yellow. Canary. Yeah. Canary yellow. Yeah. Oh, but exactly. how, she clocked me. She went, you look like Big Bird. I went, I deflated well, immediately. That's a, that's a compliment from a kid. To look like fucking Big Bird. Yes. Oh, because okay. she probably loves Big Bird. now. I'm excited that Sarah, <laughs> Sarah even watches Sesame Street because my kids missed that one completely. They didn't get into it. The fact that she clocked Summer's mum, who's five foot two and three quarters looking You've like Big Bird. You've got to have to put the three quarters in there, sure. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking like Big Bird from mm-hmm. Sesame Street. I walked, I have to say, I walked off, I was a little bit shattered. I was like, oh, wow, does everyone think I look like? Little bird, I don't know. <laughs> Probably that's the best thing to look like on that show. At least you didn't, you didn't look like bloody Bert. Hi. What if you like Bert? Hi, big bird. Yeah, but would you want to be Bert, who's yellow? I prefer yeah. Ernie. Hello, Ernie. Ernie. With a big black it's like, of it's, it's like the Sesame Street Grace and Frankie. That's what they are. For fuck's sake, with the Grace and Frankie. Please, with the Grace. Just settle down with the Grace and Frankie. No. I'm not going to watch it because you said that. Mel sent a message in and said, I love Grace and Frankie too. So shout out to Mel who lis- who watches that fantastic TV well, show. Well, you and Mel can cosy up in a bed together Happy and to have do a that. glass of wine and watch Grace and Frankie. Okay, Mel, it's a date. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you for that um, snap back to reality, Sarah. <laughs> So we're talking about etiquette today and I thought I would share the definition of what etiquette actually is before we, before we proceed. Um, so, so you know exactly what it is. So mm. when you look it up, the, uh, the dictionary says it's a set of rules or customs that control accepted behaviour in particular social groups or social situations. So it's essentially about respecting those around you and considering people around you. So yes. being very quite considerate. Yeah. So that does involve having manners, but it's being very socially aware Mm. of what you're doing in relation to other people. But that could change depending on, like that said, depending on where you are. So it doesn't apply the same across the board. If you're in a different country, you've got to apply certain etiquettes to what they do. What they, yes, Mm, exactly. And what men do, what women do. If you're at a rifle club Christmas party, then you apply a certain etiquette as opposed to a a mum's lunch. You don't just grab the gun and start shooting it at the target. (laughs) Well, cowboy, (laughs) (laughs) howdy. Or if they're doing that, you join in because it would be rude. (laughs) Okay, this is what I'm saying. With Tex and Mex. Yeah, it could actually, yeah, they're along for the ride. It actually could they be. set the whole thing up. Quite controversial because if it doesn't mesh with your values as well, that's another thing. You know, yes. If you're not a gun-toting um, whore, then. <laughs> okay, that's a bit harsh. Just saying. So moving on. <laughs> Going to get in trouble. Oh, Devara. Okay, so we love going out for dinner with friends. Yeah. Usually minus the other half and the children. You know, yes. just us where we can be by ourselves. Mm. And I feel like in social situations, especially when we don't have our children around, we focus on ourselves a lot more. Oh, you and we can. clock ourselves, mm. really do clock ourselves because we were like, you know, when you sit down at the table, everyone's a bit sitting up straight. Even though they're some of your really good friends, you're like, do I order still or sparkling? Yeah. I don't want to suggest sparkling because they're going to tack it onto the bill at quite a quite a large price tag. <laughs> but am I going especially to... if it's San Pellegrino? Yes. Or do I just say tap water, which no one touches anyway because it's tap water and there's wine right there. And there's wine. And you don't want to seem cheap. Are you being cheap? Yes. So everyone does that weird little looking around at each other. Yes. Like, are you happy? Are you happy? With are you that? happy? Is that? Oh, yep. Oh, yep. Is everyone's doing... okay? We're good with that. And this okay. is where they love this banquet option, right? Gone are the days where, unless you go to a pub, you all order an individual meal. I mean, the restaurants now, the, the trendier ones or the new age mm. modern ones get really shitted off if you all order, I'm going to order a crab linguine, she's got the fillet steak, That they, they, they kind of hate that. Now yes. they want you to be ordering all these share platters oh, or, or, a, share or a feed me option. <laughs> and the feed me option, they're like chiching, guaranteed to fleece them, you know, like whatever it is, they go, right, it's 80 bucks and we recommend that for anyone over four. I feel like you have, you've touched on a great point. Hospitality is getting lazy. These restaurants can't be asked even writing a menu that they either, mm. they've just gone, we'll feed you, come yeah. in. Pay this money. Oh, what's on it? Don't worry about it. it. We're gonna we're gonna spoil you. Dance around with some nice words, and they do. It is it is lovely when they come out. But at the same time, all we want to do is show etiquette by pleasing 
who, the people that we're on a dinner table with. Yes. So when it even comes to the end of dinner, mm-hmm. it's like usually the, the polite thing to do would be just split it all down the middle. If there's six of Ooh. you there, however, mm. then it, what if someone's not drinking, they shouldn't have to pay for all the vino you've consumed. Or the big-ass dessert that you had mm-hmm. that no one else had. Yeah. Oh, yes, it's like ordering yeah. dessert. Does anyone want dessert? Most people will turn it down unless the whole table has a little serving or it's part of the feed me option, right? Right, yes. And they say you get some um, panna cotta, lovely, lovely for dessert. Well, great. But if it's not on there... Nine times out of ten, you've spent enough money. You don't want to... Yeah. See, everyone's different. And I do understand some people's situations. They're going out. They're on a budget. They're like, I only totally. can spend that much. So I get that. I'm usually happy to do that. Like, let's all go even. But also... I would if, never expect someone to pay for my booze as no, no, an no, example. No, no, no. No, that's right. So if someone's not had anything to drink because they don't drink, I get that. Hey, Joanna, don't pay $20 or whatever, $20 whatever. less or whatever the thing yes. is. I get that because I wouldn't expect that mm-hmm. either. Then again, they should be paying because I've entertained them for the last two hours <laughs> with my drunken antics. They wouldn't have got that. Be very boring. And they're like, well, can Otherwise, we have a refund, please? <laughs> yeah, that, that cost you $20, that little weird get up on the table and dance with my tits out. <laughs> Thanks, Joanna. So you'll be paying that extra amount. Swinging my pendulous breasts <laughs> around my neck. Terrible etiquette. Yeah, you're right. It, it is a hard thing start, to navigate. And they put a price tag on solving it for you, which mm. is the feed me options and they're expensive. And sometimes you get so much food and it's wasted and other times you're like, I'm starving. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. Because it's, it's, it's really a tricky thing. And then you go out now and there's so many dietary requirements. So someone will be God, gluten, inter- gluten intolerant yes. or they're lactose intolerant so they can't have a great big oh, it's creamy dish. <laughs> Or pescatarian, vegan. You end up with a bowl of lettuce because no one can eat anything. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And that's why you can say now, can I just order my own fucking meal and sit and eat it? I think we need to start doing that But they won't allow you to. We went somewhere. Don't go there Recently. It was really nice food. It was Indian food. It was beautiful. Um, And it was a bit fusion-y as well. So I loved what they did. But they, the chef would refuse, did refuse to cater for eight women going out for dinner Weird, right? Yeah. And I said, look, we have got a pescatarian here. She's not going to eat your, your goat. Goat curry. Goat curry or your chicken tikka masala. She's not going to eat that. So can you make sure that there is some dal and a few other fish options mm. in your feed me menu that you won't fucking show <laughs> us? But anyway, <laughs> but it's that's what I mean. It's It all plays into etiquette because you don't want to be seen – to rock the boat or be difficult, we all want everyone to have a nice time. Mm-hmm. So you watch your manners, you mind, you know, you make sure that everyone's happy at the table. And also are you thinking, you know, when you have to share, okay, so you've got six people and you've got this one piece of fish and you cut it up. Oh, six <laughs> little portions. <laughs> everyone's looking at the portions. And you're she eating got a bit the more. Por- yeah. Are you thinking, oh, you go first. You choose. You totally do. And then you le- you're left with the shitty weird bit with that's got the fin still attached that no one wants to eat and yeah. it's full of bones. But you're there because you're but you trying to just use your <sighs> friggin' manners. And then if there's a little bit extra and you're like, oh, does anyone want this? You're hoping they say no so you can eat that. Or everyone says no and you feel awkward about piling it on your goddamn <laughs> plate. <laughs> Or you're the person or you've eaten that more. doesn't feel bad. So you pay 20 bucks more at the end because yeah. you ate all the left, you know. Yeah. And some of that food is, or most of it, is too good to waste. Like beautiful oh ceviche and things like Like amazing yeah. food. Yeah. And you're there going, I don't want to take the last bit because I don't want to be seen like a scab. And then there's the whole, <laughs> there's the whole, you get to the end, you've got food left over. You're at a fancy restaurant. Can we have takeaway boxes? Can Do you I ask for the takeaway boxes? Can I tell you something? Yes, you can. I will never forget this moment in time. And now we went to a restaurant called, this is when many, many years ago when I worked in events, way before, like just so. Way before the internet. Way before. <laughs> There was no internet. Yeah, but before um, mobile phones. We used to run, it, it was an events job and part of that was the Christmas carols. Anyway. We had, <laughs> what? We what had, do you mean part of 
<laughs> it was the Christmas carols. One of the events they ran was the Christmas carols. Oh, the, sorry, Candles by Carol, Carols by Candlelight? Yeah, that thing. Oh. Yes, sorry. Yeah, for uh, those who don't know what that is, um, in Australia, each state has a big Christmas sing-along where everyone can sit in a big park and they have a stage and they have performers come out and they all sing um, different carols and you can join in with your little candle. Yeah, that's lovely. But it the event lovely. that I ran was a lot smaller scale than that. It was just the, the mini community one. one. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the freaking and, and then you have the little ones that pop up here and there. Yeah, so it was – and I was doing the one that popped up here and there. We had a little organising <laughs> committee. Of course you did. And I don't remember this lady's name for the life of me. We need to give her a name, Frida. And she was watching what everyone was eating. Now, we went to Cafe Primo and that's kind of like a place that would allow you to order your individual meals. There's no yes. shared plates. No, Cafe Primo is a – Casual as. Is casual as. You're going to have your um, spaghetti bolognese. Cabanara Cabanara, yeah. Your schnitzel. <laughs> your done. pizza. And she was looking around the table because there was quite a lot of old people on this committee. So they're not going to finish their food. They're like, they've had three mouthfuls. Oh, I'm so full. She's looking around at everyone's plates. And she said, um, are you going to finish that? <laughs> or the plates. But they're eating their own individual plates in front of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the way she said it, I knew what she was doing. She asked for takeaway containers. She said it's to feed the possums in her tree in her backyard. <laughs> now, Frida, if I know Frida like lie, I think I know lie. Frida. She's put them all in takeaway containers and she's walked away with about 10 meals. Yeah, she does. <laughs> or when your friends go, I'll give it to the dog. They'll love that. Oh. They're secretly holding into it. They go, oh, the dog's put on you from outside, looking at you in the kitchen, digging into digging these into boxes. what was meant to be for the yeah. dog. That was meant to be Teddy. Frida cleaned up. I'm talk. There was there was bolognese. There was fettuccine. There was schnitzel, and she was loving it because she always used to say, you know, um, I don't have a lot of money. She lives in a very affluent area, mm. so I think she must have inherited the house. Possibly pride would step in the way of them asking for someone else's sure. food. Now I'm no. There's no judgment here. I actually love the fact that Frida went and scraped Didn't everyone's plates yeah. into her thing. Do possums eat those things? I can't imagine a possum up the a tree possum with a bowl of spaghetti with some parmesan Frida's cheese. Frida's the possum, okay? <laughs> <laughs> okay anyway. did, you, did you say that afterwards? Point the finger. You're the possum, Frida. <laughs> You're the possum. <laughs> Exactly, yeah. So shout out to Frida for just knowing what she wants, taking it home and giving zero fucks. <laughs> Good on your love. Love you, Frida. Do you know, it's funny, just a last note on that, Kai being German, their tradition is if they take you out for dinner, if it's, so if it's Kai's birthday and he invites friends out to dinner, he'll pay for everyone. Yeah. So whereas Aussies Very will be European like. Very European like that. Yes, come to my, I'll say come to my the, birthday. My mum does that, the Scottish. Yeah. They do that. Like if we go over to Scotland, we will often be taken out for a meal mm-hmm. and they would have, some of my cousins would have covered it before I've yeah. even gone up there. And my dad has had arguments, but he gets so cross because he's trying to pay to be hospitable and they're trying to pay to be hospitable and everyone's trying to fucking pay. And then there's a punch up at the end. <laughs> I'm fucking Take paying. my card. Don't you take, you take her, don't you? And the person, yeah. the cashier yeah. person is like, can someone just please pay? And they, <laughs> yeah, yeah, they've got all these cards. Don't you swipe her card. Don't you swipe her card. And the lady's like, I don't know. Can someone just please swipe a card? Any card. <laughs> Look, I'm swiping my card. <laughs> That's right. So I think it is a European thing. Saved $3.50. Wow. Kai, um, yes, he'll go out and pay. Whereas Aussies are a bit cheapskate. We're like, come to my birthday. You have to pay. And buy that's, me a present. That's my present, yeah. that, you know, to me, is you paying for your own fucking meal. I wasn't going to buy you a gift anyway, but yeah. I'm out of pocket, so great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> We're like, come on, you come out, suckers. <laughs> pay for yourself. That brings us to when you're going on a date, right? I know we're not single, but it's the the concept of going out with Mm -hmm. someone on a date. It's very different nowadays because Mm. of online dating, social media, Tinder, Yeah, right? You're meeting someone you've organized to go out. Now, who is paying for the date? Is it the person who has organized to go out? Hey, we're going to go here. Or are people paying separately? I'll pay me, you pay you, I don't owe anyone anything then, it's done. Totally. And then there's the old school mentality that the man should always pay. The woman pays, he's a cheapskate. I'm just saying in the way the society looks at it, he's got a free ride. But if they split down the middle, it's like, is he not being, is he not, you know, being chivalrous enough? Yes. It's all those things. That's right. But it's the modern way to go, exactly, I don't owe you nothing, I will pay 
my yeah. portion of the dinner. It was lovely to meet you, whether we date again or not, whatever. Yeah, I feel that the person who pays, particularly the man, control. You would feel you suddenly feel you owe that person yeah. another date so that you can pay them back. Correct. And maybe in some or circumstances, another coffee or a pash at the end of the date. Yes. Imagine if you, you might not want to pash them. Yeah, you're like they've paid for the date, and you go, "Oh, thanks, Jonathan." Even though you insisted on paying, he's like, "No." And then you go, "See ya." Not really interested. <laughs> you walk off. Like you feel you, you feel owe bad. them something. Yeah. There's Whereas an if owing. you paid your way, you don't know nothing. That's right. I do know a friend did that. She was on a Tinder date. She didn't quite like the guy. They were talking about paying and he was like, oh, well, you know, I'll, I'll pay. And she didn't want that over her head. She goes, no, nah, I'm paying. She paid it and she walked out and she goes, that's it. No, I'm not owed fair, anything. Fair play. I don't want to owe Modern him anything. Modern woman, love it. Kudos to you, lady. Yes. Yeah. But that is a, that's a funny one. What about kissing? Now, this is I've seen this on Sex in the City, the latest one, where they're all a bit older. Just like that. That's what it's called. And one of the guys asks Carrie, sorry, can I kiss you? And then she says later, he asked if he could kiss me and she just wanted to be kissed. Like it yes. really was off-putting yes. that he'd asked. I'm very pro with making sure that that's okay as well. True. It's difficult. It's a hard line because he's trying to be respectful. He's trying I to show that. that he's respectful. But at the same time, I think you can read body language too. I would say. Or he wants to kiss I you. agree with that statement. Everyone's different. Some people might like to be asked. Every, every person is different. I wholeheartedly agree with that whole concept that I think reading body language, if they're jumping on top of you, that's one thing. But I think if someone's, you're having a moment and they're someone's leaning in. leaning in, you either lean back or you keep leaning away and then say, mm, I don't think so. Like that's your opportunity yeah. to be like, I'm not keen. And then they respond mm. accordingly. They get embarrassed and okay, no worries. I respect your decision. Yeah, yeah. You know, I think to the times that, this was a Valentine's Day uh, meal I was invited out on many years ago and he just sat there creepy, like, looking at me, like, the whole time. It was... Probably your jumper. Were you wearing the yellow <laughs> jumper? Yeah, <laughs> yellow jumper. And I just... You look like Big Bird. And I didn't it's freaking out. Yeah, and I'm, know how to and tell I'm you. turned on by Big Bird. And he's... <laughs> he's a bird man. He's a bird Some man. Some people are. Well, I'm a bird. I'm a lady. Yeah. A oh. couple of birds. Anyway, <laughs> so I sat at dinner. <laughs> He paid for the meal. It was a really expensive meal. He was trying to show off and his nice expensive car. And he was just not my type. I was not vibing anything about this bloke. And we, he said, oh, let's go and watch the water. I oh, thought, gross. Are you, wow. Were you feeling sick about yep. that? I hate the contrived. And because, and because he be made romantic. me, he, he spoiled me the whole time and bought a gift as well. I was like... What? Hang on, stop. What do you mean he bought you a gift? He bought me flowers, a oh. gift and dinner. What do you mean? What gift? Do you remember what the gift was? It was, was? a piece of jewellery. What? I know. Hang on. It was this a date. A, this was a first date? This, well, yeah. Yes. Do you still have the piece of jewellery? I will tell you what I did with that. I sold it and bought a music festival ticket and had a good time. <laughs> anyway, that's by the by. Look, it went to a, a better owner. I was, yeah. It was going to sit in a drawer and yeah. never be looked at. So... Anyway, I did good with that, I thought. Yes, and then we sat down and we're watching the water and I'm going, I'm going to need to kiss him and I don't want to. I really don't want to. And this was when I was younger and now being more mature, I would have been able to say no, but I gave in and I kissed him and I hated it and it was the worst kiss of my life. you don't want to be kissing the person. It was the most and I got, and I just was like, Oh. And did it make I, you feel I, a little I bit didn't, sick? Like a yes. sick, dirty feeling? Yes, yeah. I did. And yeah. I just felt really like I didn't want to kiss you and yeah. I did and I should have. And it was it was me being young, not being able to say don't do that. Um, and he did, wasn't pushy or anything. I just I, – I felt I owed him a kiss. No, never owed. Never you owed. Did. You did. At that time. Of course. And that was that etiquette thing that I believe it's this thing that we've – fucking been indoctrinated into where we believe we owe people that pay us stuff, you know? Well, it goes back. It's the patriarchy, isn't it? For hundreds of years where we've owed things to men. Yes. And it's still in there, part it of our is, DNA. and I hate it. That's why you got to knock that out the park, don't yeah, you? Yeah, mm. So if anyone is learning anything from this and is in the dating scene at the moment, just fucking say no. Yeah. Say No. Because you are you owe no one nothing, and you know what? It, a free meal is not worth much. Do you know a what I mean? Free meal does not mean sex in the bedroom or a pash and then dash. No, no, you don't do anything. You just need to walk on out and self service. Take a. <laughs> 
Whatever that means. Oh, we all know what that means. Okay, yeah, okay. Take a leaf out of Tamara's book. Please don't. Go home and self-service. <laughs> Shit. So what about the etiquette when someone says, look, come over, bring the kids, come over, <laughs> have a coffee. i this one. Oh, and you're either the parent that is overcompensating for their children, like you literally won't let your child spill a crumb because you don't want to put this mum out or this dad out and have a bad impression, or you're a mum that just lets them run rantan and wild yeah. and your house is fucking trash. It's trashed. I think this is the problem. I, I'm very aware. Like when my kids go to someone's house, I'm, very I'm aware. like, okay, you need to say hello to the person. You say thank Always, you. You know, use your manners, blah, 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 blah. Also don't run around on their couch and jump on their couch. Don't go mm. in their pantry and eat their food. Yeah. All these things. No, no, no shoes on the bed. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. Yeah, like, all- like the feet on the couch, that same kind of thing. Yeah. Don't be throwing... Sandra's cushions everywhere. That's right. No, Sandra loves those cushions. Mm. They were expensive. That's exactly oh, 100 right. bucks a pop. All that kind mm. of thing. I feel like my kids generally are pretty good. Like if I go in and at someone's house, maybe they're not so familiar with mm. or there's no kids there of their, you know, that they can play with, they will hang around me and just wait for my cues. Yes. Really? Which is nice, you know. Unless it's a good friend of theirs. If it's Summer's little friend, she'll... They do, run off and she'll play. She'll run off yeah, and play. that's right. But you hope that they have those boundaries where they know, oh, I can't do that. Or yes. I can't go on the parents' bed and jump around. Correct. And then pull out their vibrator and then like... Oh, Sara, the one that clocked my, my uh, big bird jumper, it's Summer's little best friend. And Nat goes, I wonder where they are. Nat's gone upstairs. Summer and Sarah are in Nat and Rob's bed watching <gasps> telly. Oh, in their bed, in their covers, eating food. I went, get out! Oh my god, what are you doing? And Sarah's going, it's okay. It's, and Nat's got Nat's easy breeze. She's like, it's fine, it's fine. I'm like, it's actually not fine. I'd have a goddamn heart attack if Summer and her friends were in my bed, French linen cover oh, bed. You would, wouldn't you? With snacks, I don't, I don't with like their shoes on under with the their covers. Shoes on. I was like, Nat, I am not coping with this. Get out. You know how some people were super relaxed, that's fine. Mm. But my takeaway is there are other people that aren't. So if they think they can do that there, they're going to do that someone else's yes, house who's exactly. not okay. So I feel like I need to teach them the this is respectful across the board, then no that's one's right. going to be put out. Because there's nothing more awkward than you having to tell someone else's child off or your child being told off by someone else. Oh, oh it's yeah. a horrible feeling. I know, isn't it? And even if your children are you know, teenagers or pre-teens, you're still going to know what that's like, like whether your child is clocked by another. And I still remember when I was younger being clocked by a friend's mum. Oh, no. Yeah, for something we did. or so, I don't know. I can't remember, but I remember her telling me off and I was blooming mortified. Oh, you get you armor. Because, because some kids don't care. Oh, no, they don't care. Some kids don't care, but I'm glad that you cared. Oh, I was. I've never it. forgotten it. Yeah. Yeah. Cheryl, her name was, the mum. Oh, I remember when I was little, this is a weird memory, now that you say it, Rebecca Rose, I went to her house and her mum came home and she goes, and we're sitting there with a box of shapes. Pizza shapes. Pizza shapes. She goes, did you eat that whole box? (laughs) And we're sitting there like, with these little crumbs hanging out. And your mouth, your tongue's so dry. (laughs) With with the whole box. And I remember looking at her going, (gasps) oh. You know, because my friend had said that's okay. You know, you don't mm. know. You're just following the lead totally. of the lesson. But I remember that too. Same thing. Mortified. Mortified. <laughs> because I didn't want my parents to be disappointed in me doing something yeah. wrong. Sorry for eating the pizza sandwiches. Sorry about that. <laughs> I was anyway. devastated that Cheryl told me off and she full eyeballed me, finger in the face. I was like, I don't know what I did. Yeah, and you don't remember what and you did. I was you've, always you've just blanked it, haven't you? Throw back to it. the yeah. Annie and Yvonne episode. I was a pretty good kid because I was always worried. Yes. Of disappointing my parents, you know. So the etiquette back then, you listened to what elders told you. Yeah, and Mr and Mrs, that's mm-hmm. what you called them. Yes, it's dad nice. made me call some of his friends sir. <laughs> that's weird. Yes, uh, what are you, like Oliver Twist? I what year is it? 1873? <laughs> yes, sir. You don't know their name, you say sir. Yes, I, I think it lasted with one friend and mum went, that's stupid, don't yeah, do don't that. Don't do that, yeah. Well, it is. I think it's good that we have a level of respect. It needs to be a balance because now it's going too far the other way because I get that kids need to feel you don't do everything adults tell you for a good reason, yes, right? We don't very want them much to so. get into situations where they feel uncomfortable, yes. they can't get we out of them. to have they, their own voice. Yes, because they want to people please an adult. So yeah. it's good that we're they're questioning those yeah, things. Yeah, absolutely. Like, no, nah, 
But also we are losing a little bit of respect sometimes. Like sometimes I've come home and there's kids in my house I don't even know. I'm like, where did those kids come from? <laughs> I usually blame Kai because he's yeah, brought someone yeah. home and then their kids are here and they're playing, which is fine. But they'll look at me as if to say, who the hell are you? In my own home. Yeah. I'm like, this is my fucking home. I'm the mama bear. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> but they don't say hello. They or just got to check, this is away. my house. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I feel. And I get all like territorial. I'm like, hang on a second. If you're going to. And don't you go into my bedroom and look around, okay? For fuck's sake, who are you? Who's that kid putting the perfume on and brushing their teeth with my toothbrush? (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) Kai! (laughs) He's at it again, raining back in. What about this one? Um, When you are meeting people for the first time, you could be meeting another friend's group of friends or something like that. What kind of persona do you put on? Do you sit back a bit and not talk too much or do you oh. talk, what do you show you, which... I, it depends on who it is. If it's, mm. I have this weird thing that I revert back to a child when I'm talking to someone in a position of authority, like the accountant, the teacher. Or the school principal. But, or the, I suddenly put on the my dentist. best voice. <laughs> yeah, the dentist, anyone like that. I'll be like, oh, hello. Oh, right. Right. Oh. <laughs> or even the receptionist. I'm like, mm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll do it the pupa. Oh, yes, I do have my insurance card. Hang on, I'll just get it. I'm mm, just disgusting. Sorry. I'm like, there you go. You disgust yourself. And I'm like going, I don't even understand how the insurance thing works. You know when they talk about the gap? I don't really get it. But I'm like, oh, they're like, the gap today will I be I did that at the doctor's. <laughs> like, Norm- I, I don't know why, but here you go. It's like the reception. I was at the doctor's the other day. Normally it's it's a $25 um, dollar gap. Is that okay? I was like, yeah, fine. And she goes, but then you'll pay this and then you'll get 70 back. Okay, no problem. I'm like, but and where, then I looked at the airport thing and it said $101. I went, oh, my God. You're like, I don't understand. I don't understand, but I'm too I'm too scared I'm, to quit you know it, why? so I just pay it. You're past it. You're meant to already have known this stuff. So she now did you're just say pretending. It. She said it very quietly behind a mask and I didn't understand anything. <laughs> I was I too embarrassed. Know, I don't know anymore either. I'd like to, someone to explain it, but I probably won't listen because it's very boring. <laughs> That's um, the so I think someone has tried to explain it many times, like my mum. They'll be like, well, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, okay. Oh, I've got monkeys with symbols in my head. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that terrible? And then after... And then they finish talking and you've heard nothing. No. It's like when you're driving and you re- you don't realise how f- where you've driven. How did yeah. I get here? Autopilot. I was on autopilot. How did I not? The had- whole time. Yep. Yeah. And also. Dangerous because you're thinking about stuff. Yeah, exactly. Also new people, I do that as well. Like mm. new friends or new people. Hi, how are you going? I really pull back. I'm like. Keep the personality inside, Tamara. Don't let it all out. Yeah, don't scare them. Don't scare straight them. off the bat. Unless they've heard the podcast and then they meet me, then there's no going back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because they know way more about you than yeah. But yeah. Do, do you do that too? Yeah, or are you just I, you. Oh, I think I'm me. Okay, but there is there's it depends who it is. I'm me definitely depends on the situation. If we're at let's say a networking event and there's people there that you don't want to sound like an idiot to. If it was a bunch of mums in the school, totally myself. Oh yeah, yeah. If yeah. it was a it's some kind of situation that was a little bit different, yeah. I would put a little bit of a different person forward. Mm. Because I'm doing that weird voice and I'm smiling <laughs> and I don't oh, you put the mask it. on. Yeah, well, this is what the I the masks we wear, the veneer of confidence. That's right, lady. Well, this is what I like about Kai. He is himself wherever he goes. It does not matter. He could have dinner with the Queen. He could be at a family barbecue. He could be with a bunch of tradies. He could be hanging out with CEOs. He will just be him. And what's amazing about that is that people still like him. <laughs> they will still. It won't mm. make a difference. They'll mm. go, oh, he's great. And I'm like, he's himself. wow, he's, he's himself. Not saying I'm not myself, no, but it's but like there's an added... Maybe as a female you might clock yourself a little bit more. Um, you got to put more effort in or something. You're not just going to be accepted. And we've got this stupid conditioning that we have to put a different front forward for things like, oh, you know, you're on your best behaviour. and Because you look at old series back mm. on Netflix or Stan and Mad Men was one, I think. Yeah. Is that the one with the, the advertising? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Mad Men was one. And... They, the women always had to put a front forward where, and you never knew how they were feeling truly on the inside. Mm. It was always, they were dressed a certain way. Their house was impeccable. Their kids were well-mannered and they, they didn't let you see any other side. No. I think that's, that's still in us somewhere. Yeah. That silly thing where we 
are not really unapologetically ourselves because we're worried about how people will perceive us. That's exactly right. It's judgment. And also we're compensating, aren't we? We're overcompensating for that gap. What if I'm not good enough? I need to be a bit more than me. And that's where we pull our children into that. And they're so innocent until they get to a point where they're then conditioned and then they care what people think and the way they're perceived. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We pull them under, especially the little ones, under our wing and do the same damn thing. thing. Yeah, we've got to break the cycle, I tell Stop you. Stop it. So maybe etiquette's not the way to go. I think that you've hit the nail on the head. I think there's a level of what you said, the manners and things like that. However, there's a lot to be said for just being yourself. There's going to be people that are going to love that and there's going to be people you won't gel with for that, but they're not the people you're meant to be hanging around. That's exactly right. I think we need to do that more as women do that more. Just be yourself. Try it out. Next time you've got something going on, just be you. Just be you. See what happens. Yeah. Consciously do it. For example... My little granny passed away mm, recently, yes, bless. a couple of days ago, love her, and Tamara lost her granny a few weeks ago, so we're kind of on this this healing mm. journey together. Yeah. And she was an old Scottish woman who swore she was bombastic, throw back to the Mumnesia episode, go right to the end of it. If you haven't listened, listen, but if you have listened, go right to the end. My granny does a little, little thing on there, like the last <laughs> couple of minutes. Um, anyway, it's funny and I love listening to that and I love that she was part of that. But I, I'm doing the eulogy and I want to say in there about her swearing because it was always so funny, her swearing. And my mum was worried what the priest would think and I said, no. stuff him. <gasps> yes. Don't worry, don't about, worry the about the priest. That's who she was. was. Yeah, it was what made her, her I don't have her. to stand up there. And and, my, and bless my mum, she was trying to protect granny because granny would have been worried about, oh, don't you tell the priest? Because she, she'd fucking and blind and swearing and she'd go, I'm awful sorry about that. I've just left chapel. Like no, she'd she's be, okay. And then she's yeah. apologising <laughs> because know? she's left church. She thinks she should be. She's washed of her sins of swearing. Is it a Catholic priest? Yeah. Because my mum did the same thing. My nana had a Catholic service and I chose a song to go on the video. You know, you mm-hmm. have that montage and it was Roll Out the Barrel, but it was an Andrew's sister song. It was so fitting for yeah. what it was, right, the way the words and the lyrics. Yep. And then it got to Roll Out the Barrel, which is all about beer and bring out the beer. Yeah. And mum's gone, <gasps> let's all get tanked. We can't have that. Yeah, we can't yeah, have yeah. that in a, in, a, in a Catholic church. So yep. she's in there and she said she spoke to the priest and she said, oh, look, my daughter wanted to put this on, but maybe we're thinking it's inappropriate. And he went, I love that song. And he started singing, roll out the barrel. And she said he was carrying on and he's just, and she was like, oh, this is different. You know, yeah. so she's the same thing. And I said, I think they're people. Yeah. They're still, they understand, yeah. you know, not everything's they heavenly They get worried father. because it's, yeah, heavenly, father, you know, yet eminence, all that kind yeah. of thing. They're not at home not swearing if they cut their finger on a carrot. No, yeah. no. And there was another nurse that was looking after my granny before she passed and she said, ask her what songs she wants. I'm glad I never made that mistake with my gran because I would have chosen the songs that she wouldn't have wanted. She goes, yeah. when I spoke to my grandmother, she wanted rock and roll. Yeah. And we played rock and roll and it felt great because it's what she wanted. Mm. Instead of going, we lived once in the angels and something some like that. Or something. Whoa, that yeah. just she would have gone, that's nice, but that's not me, you know. So what song did she want? We're playing a lot of Scottish songs at my granny's because that's her. She's Scottish and that's, that's true to her heart and she asked for that. So we asked her before Brilliant. she passed. Happy days. But I will be saying about her foul language in the eulogy because – she did have an A-grade potty mouth. You could say it was very colourful language. Yeah, that she liked whatever to the friggin' sentiment <laughs> that I'm going to use. The way she was, and I think people loved her for that. Yeah, exactly. But she would have had a her. veneer of confidence in front of the priest yeah. anyway. She would have been like, oh, no, can he swear? But then she'd leave and say, fuck that. Well, you know what? Fuck that. She can swear now. <laughs> can she? Can I she? She's up there bloody F-bombing the hey, you. Don't you do that. F-bomb in the heavens. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I was on this cloud first. Get debunk. Oh, look, there's the queen. Are you going? Hello, okay. love. Get fucked. How are you? You did a great job. You're all right. Yeah. You did it for the ladies. You're a real inspiration. I don't know what you've got the new, but you did great, hen. <laughs> Come on, let's have a cuppa, because you can up there, can't Shall we tea? Aye, a wee brandy. So I thought I'd make this a little bit helpful. Uh, Obviously, I went online and found a list of uh, key points to help you on your etiquette journey, things Mm. you should adhere to, little rules. How's this one? Right. 
It starts with never lick your knife. I do it all the time. I was going to say, if what, it's got gravy on it, I'm licking it. something <laughs> really nice on it, you just want to eat that last bit of cheese Bechamel sauce. Yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking. That's what you want to lick off there. It has to be saucy. Yeah. Yeah. You're not gnawing I'm on something it. that got yeah. hard on and there. And it's not like, going to cut my tongue. It's a butter knife and I'm doing it real slow because I'm savouring that bechamel yeah. sauce. Don't do it with a steak knife. There's a hot tip. Keep a supply of thank you notes on hand for those times when someone gives you a gift. I love this, right? <laughs> They hand you a gift and you, oh, look what I prepared earlier, a card. Thank you. Yeah, I feel like this is a little bit old hat. That's something our parents would have done. It's crap, but we're laughing. That's fine. Unless maybe, you know, like it was a thank you note that really was deserving of the whatever it was. At least give some buffer time to make you look like you've you've prepared it. Yeah. Or like if you, you know, after your wedding gifts, give someone a. Yes. Yeah, okay, a note. But not immediately after you handed the gift. No, that like you said, that would be weird. Like pre-prepared, it has no meaning. No, that's not etiquette. Yeah, that's no, just, that's just shit. <laughs> Never take a roll from the bread basket without offering it to your neighbour first. True. Yeah, I will always go. Would you like one? But you know, if there's one roll left, oh. Do you want to go half? (laughs) Hey, don't have those rolls because then you won't be able to eat your pasta. We've established that. Yeah. Yeah. Let someone go in front of you in the line. Oh, okay. I, this is an interesting one. I've been let go in front a few times if I've had a couple of things and I've had the kids with me because someone has clearly looked at me and felt sorry for me and thought you can go in. We are always in a rush, always, and I'm mm. like, I can't let anyone go in front unless it's like I've got a full trolley and they've got two things. That That is different. But at the same time, I'm like, I need to get out of here. I've got shit to do. I've got to pick yeah. up the kids. I've yeah. got to do, do, do. Definitely. So it's a tricky one for it's me. It's a tricky one. Because we're always on a time scale. Time scale, indeed. Put your phone away during meals. Oh, we all bloody it's a good thing to do i think you shouldn't do it no 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 as in you I, should I just, put the phone away yeah. yeah and if there's a a reason why you've picked it up is because maybe i would be discussing something with dan but i would guarantee you when summer and ollie are older and they have phones i would be saying no phones at the table yeah no phones no because you're anything. desperate for that connection we lose so much of it nowadays you're so desperate to connect with people but even if I go out for a meal, I've got my phone right next to me because I think, mm. what if I'm needed? That's true. The phone's there. It, although yeah. it looks might look rude that it's right on the table, I think to myself. Well, everyone does it, I think, out yeah. when you're out. Yeah. Because you, you don't know if you're needed. What if you need to get to the damn hospital or something, you panic. So your phone's there looking all, looking all rude, mm. but it's it's there because you need to be contactable. But at home... You know, at like home, that's connect fine. with your family. You want yep. to talk to them. That's Maybe right. not be text I agree. messaging. I or agree. Scrolling Instagram. Right. Return your shopping cart to the corral instead of leaving it in the parking lot. What I, do you do? I love this because people do? turn around and go, "I'm keeping someone in a job." Oh. I heard people say that. <laughs> Those trolley people that come and collect all the trolleys. Yeah. Mm, I feel that's not very helpful. I, it's not helpful at all. So I always take my trolley back. Always. Yes. Always take your because some people that just leave it there, it's going to ding someone's car. Like oh, the wind's going to get it. Do you know? Disaster. I reckon you've got to. You get two a year though, where you're in some sort of horrible mood or something's going crazy with the kids. The trolley thing can sometimes be really far away from your car. Yeah, and you're like, how am I meant to? You got the kids you or you a see baby. someone else has dumped you it. Do? You think, well, I, I put a little. Yeah, I'm going to dump it in it, but I always dump it if I do in a very specific place where it's not going to hit any cars. I'm the same if I was you to know, do that. Yeah. But so, nine times out of ten, I'd return it, but I'm like you. It yeah. would have to be... Two a year you get. Two a year. Done. Okay. Just like dog poop, you get two a year. If it's a bit diarrhea and it's in the plant or something or in the, along the site, you just leave it, leave it, leave it, leave it. <laughs> Not if it's a big turdy lump that's in the middle no, of the No, that is terrible. No, different, different, different. Terrible. Okay. I get really angry about that. <laughs> yeah, that's the worst. Mm. Um, offer to help clean up if you're at someone's house and they've had dinner. Definitely. You offer. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Always offer. As well as if you're leaving a friend's house and your kids have trashed their house, you offer to clean up and the mum, most often than not, will turn around and go, don't worry, just leave just it. Just leave it. It was I'll a mess. Just leave it. Just leave it. Yeah, exactly. And but, it, yeah, but don't trash someone's house and then just walk out. No. no. That's not nice. <laughs> you deserve to be rubbished in the shit corner. Or, or, or come back and bite you in the uh-huh. ass. Someone we come, come over your and trust yours. <laughs> hey, gloves are off. Oh, no, here we go. Go for it, kids. <laughs> Get in their bathtub yeah. with your shoes Waste on. Waste all the soap. Yeah. <laughs>
You're in there. You're in the bathtub, like stamping around, squishing the. That's bath. what your kids did to my house, <laughs> making a mess. Wait until everyone has been served before you begin eating. We were always taught that. I know a lot of people don't do it. Um, I'm not necessarily I offended. I was taught that too. But I do it. I wait till everyone Sometimes, sits down. imagine the person who has, they've forgotten that meal and you're left. Your food is now cold and yeah. they've got to cook theirs again and they get theirs hot later. I think the etiquette in that is people will often turn around and go, start, start, start just start. Just go start. on, you guys eat. And they watch you start, eat. Start, start, start. Well, I think you should when you're at a restaurant because it's the restaurant's fault that they're serving Correct. meals not at the same time, yes. which they should serve them all at the same time. Yes. Right. So the feed me option, they'll say, that's where we can do <laughs> <That's> this. <right. laughs> <laughs> exactly. But you've got to say, oh, start. It is start. the polite thing to yeah. say, no, you guys eat it. It'll get cold. No, 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 no. And no, then no. you've got and to then, look and really bad you're eating. Sorry. You've yeah. got to look over and be like, oh, I'm sorry that this is really good. I'm sorry I'm eating sorry. it. You've got nothing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, what a chip. Would you like a chip? <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you want some of this? Have half of my steak. No. No. I'm vegetarian. <laughs> be kind to your waiter or waitress. Always. Or someone Always. serving you. Yeah. Yep. Because you're not going to get fun. And I've been out for dinner with people and they've been unforgivably rude. And then I feel I have to compensate for them. Oh, it's terrible. Hell yes. Because I think to myself, if I was a, a waiter or a waitress and I was in that position, that would make me feel crap. I feel like I'd wear that negative energy mm. of that they're portraying. Oh. But I've heard people before, they've e- I've either been, e- it's been like a work thing or whatever. And I've, I've literally wanted the ground to swallow me up and oh, I've yeah, overcompensated. Horrible. So I'm overly nice for this shit bag who's been rude for no real reason. That's just their, their bravado, their ego. Oh, 100%. And I've been on the this other end cold. of that. Or, Quite a lot, you know. You can, when I've been can, a waitress, it had to be in that position where people can be really. You can still super rude. stick up for the fact that your meal's cold and they should be serving you something hot. Don't have to be an asshole about it. Well, I think there's a difference between being assertive and being aggressive. That's so the thing. When you complain yeah. about something, there's a way of doing it. Oh, thank you. There's a big dirty merkin right on my salad. Could you potentially just take that back and change it over? That'd be great. Thank you, Harold. Use their name. Always helpful. If they've got a name tag, if they don't, you ask them. <laughs> you know, I did complain once and actually it wasn't me. It was my friend that complained, but she had yeah. a right to complain and she was very nice. The chef came out and eyeballed her hands on hips. What? Yeah. It was at a burger place and she said, it's freezing. And then she apologized a hundred times before because saying, I'm oh. sorry, I'm sorry. Like it is, it is cold. Like it's a cold burger. You they shouldn't cook be, it. I think it was frozen and they didn't defrost it. I don't know, but it was cold. She's like, I'm just letting you know. And she was so polite. <gasps> She's beautiful, Welsh accent, soft. Karen, her name is Karen. And, and he's the, like, you're being a Karen. Yeah. But yeah. she wasn't. No, she was not. And he came out and eyeballed her properly, hands on hips, <gasps> like death stare. Karen's like, I'm never complaining again. I should have just eaten the frozen burger. So did all these things. Did they replace it? Uh, they did, but it was with like you thought your burger had been. Spain. Yep. Oh, man. Taking it way too personally. These way chefs, too personal, Aren't they? <laughs> Oh, wow. It's only their craft. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah, frozen burgers, great. That's what, you're, that's what you're dishing up. Let people get off the elevator before you get on. Yeah. You should do that. You should right? do that. I thought you're trying to all squeeze past each other. My kids Unless sometimes Unless you're late school pickup. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, okay, right. I no, see. no, no, no. Or you kind of squeeze at the same time. It's not very COVID safe, is it? No, it's not. Yeah, put a mask on. <laughs> don't cough on me. Don't look at me with your COVID eyes. Oh. Yeah. Don't talk with your mouth full. A lot of people do it still. They don't know they do it. I can't help myself. Oh, do you do it? I've never noticed that. No. This is another one. Don't eat while you're on the phone. Because the other person's just getting this. Yeah. I don't think that applies and you know what I mean? to like, us. <laughs> because... And I'm saying this and it's like, you know, <laughs> and the crunch is amplified. But we've peed and pooped on this toilet whilst we're on the phone to each yes, other. Yes, great. I think we're exempt from that whole we're thing exempt. though. Yeah. We are because we've yeah. got stuff to do. But at the same time, yes, I do agree. <laughs> if you can swallow your food first without showing the mush on the inside and <laughs> potentially great. spitting it, that's a good start. But is there also a way of doing it? You can talk. But if you've taken smaller bites, that's why you're meant to take small bites, is that you can talk, but it's kind of, you know, at the back yeah, of your... Yeah, yeah, There's a way. Okay. There's or you a can way. nod your way through. Yeah, mm-hmm, that would mm-hmm, be the politest. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and put a finger up as if to say, mm-hmm. I'm oh. swallowing. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to interject at any moment. <laughs> Hold that thought. Mm-hmm. Uh, when someone shows you a picture on their phone, don't swipe left or right. To Never. See what other things Never. Are 
You were going to see something that they've no, taken because they've got to show a doctor <laughs> if they're hunkering <laughs> over something. A warty vag. Yeah. yeah no. Someone's butt crack, penises. Who knows? Yeah. I've had people do that and I get anxiety. What are they going to see? Nothing because I'm always so worried. There's nothing on my phone. But I just go, what are you scrolling? Yeah, what the Get hell? out of there. It's private. Things that I've screenshotted. Well, in our case, it's embarrassing because often it's me talking on a video doing a dumb thing, right? Yeah. So they're like, what's this? Uh. I'm like, well, something you don't need to look at unless you're on social media. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Offer to help someone on an aeroplane their luggage. I think this is, no, I disagree with this one. Mm. I'll tell you why. I read an article about a, uh, a woman who was on a plane and she was sitting next to a very old woman. I think it was in South America. The woman said, oh, can you help me with my luggage and wheel it out? So she wheeled it out and security came up to her and said, oh, this is your, is this your bag? You know, we need to pat it down and da, 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 because of drugs. So she kind of got swindled by the old mm. lady to take the bag, which had drugs in it. <gasps> yeah. So she, was, she would have helped. So the old lady wouldn't have got caught. It would have been the chick, right? Wow. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't, one's hard. I don't, but I don't think touch it. more so would apply to someone like me who's short putting a bag above my head. And now I can cope, but I'm just saying there are smaller little old ladies that can't put it up in the overhead compartment. Mm. Someone like Dan would turn around and say, I'll help you. Yeah. And would pick it she up could and put it in there. Dangerous. She could Dan- be dangerous. He's getting his DNA on her bag. I know. There's flight attendants. They need to help yes, with that sort of stuff. Correct. But, okay. but there's not enough of them for how many people are on the flight and you get cornered sometimes because there's this only one aisle that allows you. It's That's a tricky one. Yeah, it is hard, true. It's cramped in there mm. when you're not in business class. Because then an old lady might turn around and say to you, I'm not swindling drugs. I've just got arthritis and a short <laughs> spine, so freaking help me. That's <laughs> shrunk. Shit. Someone offers you a mint, take it. <laughs> <laughs> They're telling you that you have halitosis or a bad breath and you need to eat that mint. I never thought of that because I've refused mints before. <laughs> but what if they're just asking you because they're having a mint? That's the thing. You you always would feel like, here's the scenario, you'd be having a mint and you'd open, your, you'd feel like you want one because you need to freshen your breath up and you pop the mint thing or the chewy um, container and you say, do you want one because you're trying to be nice and yeah. not have something in front of someone. However, they go, oh, do I need one? Does my breath smell? Like they, oh, yeah. they panic. So, and you're like, no, I'm just offering. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we just need to clear that up, clarify. Yeah. You, had, you don't have halitosis. I'm just being polite. <laughs> yeah, you are. It is uh, etiquette. The last one is return money that you borrow before the giver asks for it. 100%. I, do you know, I walk around, if I owe coat, someone coat. five bucks, I, I have it sick. sitting on my shoulders. I know. And I look at that person, I'm seeing $5. Yeah. And I will pay it back. As, and I'm admittedly, um, since having kids and mm. I'm getting more forgetful, I might forget sometimes. And then, but I'm quick to like, once I've been reminded, but I hate it. I'm like, nah, pay that person back. Yeah. How do you ask for it? That's the hardest part. It's I, I had a friend of mine discuss this uh, with me because they ended up paying for dinner for this other couple and their kids. So that's expensive. Oh, right? yeah. yeah. I think yeah, it was yeah. takeaway pizzas or whatever. And they forgot to pay them back. Now, that might not necessarily be that she's done it intentionally. And my friend turned around and said, look, I don't know how to ask her for this money, but it was 70 bucks. Yeah, you need to ask. But how do you ask? I know. You send them your bank details. Bank de- say, hey, did you get my bank details that first time for that $70 that you owe me? Yeah. Well, we've had people <laughs> where we've paid for accommodation on a trip for like four nights somewhere with like four or six couples and families and had a whole family not pay. Oh, dear. Like, that's a lot. That's, that's a, a lot. lot. hundreds of dollars. Yeah. And then you can only ask so did many get it times. Back? I don't know if we did, actually. I reckon we did. We had to write that one off. Most people will want to immediately settle that score with you and get it even. It's a horrible thought to think that you owe someone money <sighs> and that you're not paying them back. Some people can't, and that's different. Yeah. Pay someone back. It's, it's Everyone's situation is different, but it's horrible to think to owe someone money. Money. I reckon that's oh a whole other episode. Money, 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 money. money, money. So we hope we've clarified a couple of things around the idea of manners and etiquette in certain situations. Maybe it will give you a bit of intestinal fortitude to ask for that 50 bucks back from Brenda, who you shouted lunch for yesterday. Yeah. Brenda got a freebie. She did. Dirty old Brenda. 
Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare is produced by Soundball Productions and hosted by Chanel Franklin and Tamara Linky. We would love to hear from you, so please email us on motherhoodabeautifulnightmare at gmail.com or just for kicks, check out our website at motherhoodabeautifulnightmare.com. Also, if you enjoyed this episode of Motherhood, A Beautiful Nightmare and can find two minutes in between managing those little nutters, we'd be so grateful if you could rate, review and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. Hey, word on the street is it helps people find us. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.